What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Delco Dan's Dirty Golf Picks. Oh, when you hear that jingle, your senses start to tingle. Let's go. It's Delco Dan's Dirty Golf Show, brought to you by MyBookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles that first deposit all the way up to $1,000. These picks have been dirty uh, these first few weeks. We've not won yet, but I think we're going to break that streak this week. Uh, before we get to this week's tournament... I want to ask you about the breaking news here with the PGA Tour. Mm -hmm. Uh, It just completed a $3 billion deal amid the live merger talks. What does that mean for the PGA? And then does the the merger still go through? So it's a strategic sports group, which owns the Red Sox, the Penguins, Liverpool. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a big time deal. $3 billion of just infusion into the PGA. It's kind of a first step of what eventually will become a merger. It's going to take a couple of years. Seems like a move you're probably going to do to get the DOJ off your back, right? Uh, okay. So Liv's going to kind of just do its thing for a couple of years for you know anti-competitive reasons. If they try to merge right now, the DOJ would be right all like all over them and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we have a number now. PGA Tour allegedly is worth twelve billion dollars. Uh, thanks to this deal, a little bit of an evaluation. I don't necessarily agree with that. It's a little inflated, but I feel like everything in sports nowadays is pretty inflated. The tour players are now, the guys that are on tour are now, they can invest or they get vested into $1.5 billion of that. As a shareholder? Shareholders, yeah. Okay. So this is kind of their answer to where, you know, Hatton and Moronk just went to live. They maybe got some, you know, one of the last paychecks from Liv. They're still going to do their thing, but this is kind of how the PGA Tour is going to reward guys that stayed with equity, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Uh, and, and next question, I guess, is, is obviously will they stay? Or do you take that money from Liv knowing that it's not going to be until two or three years until the merger is finally complete? Mm-hmm. What's to stop people from not wanting to cash that big check? I Nothing guess? really, but I guess it's the amount of spots they have, right? They only really have 48 spots at Liv technically for the teams and if you didn't get your paycheck and you didn't leave already the only thing stopping you i guess would be just availability like spots okay uh, and is there any other big names that they're targeting to try to move the needle because it seems like and this look you follow golf way more than i do uh it, it, this seems like a move after rom left something need to be completed and completed quickly here um, in order to try to figure this out and push this together. Um, is there anybody else that, that would be leaving as far as like that stature? No, uh, this is just a move again. to It's the first step in a very long process to get the merger going with Yasser and Liv. It's really just, again, to kind of like side door the merger so the DOJ isn't like fucking them. Mm-hmm. 
But people n- already know that. So maybe the DOJ still might fuck him. I don't know. Or does Trump get in there? Because let's face it, he'd, that Trump, he'd uh, wave it in a second. Yeah, Trump doesn't. He's not going to touch this. Even that's if he that's went, what I'm saying. Like, he, he wouldn't touch this. He'd be like, great. But I'm saying, like, great, do the deal. How much even money? Even if he do becomes president, it, it has nothing to do with Trump. Well, no, but would, would he be able to keep the DOJ out of this and then just kind of let this I, slide through? I, I don't know, man. Okay. Because right now, all of this seems very, very complicated. And I don't really Some understand. Some succession stuff. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. I, I don't really understand. That's why I'm asking. Um, because I'm looking at some of these board members that I didn't know were on the board. Maybe you did. Uh, Patrick Cantlay is on there. Mm-hmm. Adam Scott, Webb Simpson, mm-hmm. Jordan Spieth, and Tiger Woods. Adam Scott and Webb Simpson actually got, uh, you know, that they are in the field this week, even though they didn't qualify because they got the exemption spots. I wonder who gave it to him. Hmm, maybe the PJ Tour. <laughs> well, they're on the fucking board. I know. Um, I didn't know that, by the way. Because uh, this is the first, I guess, designated event, uh, bigger event for the tour this year. They moved it. it last year, the first one was Farmers. This year, it's going to be a Pebble. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Weather is supposed to be awful. So who knows if they even finish this weekend. Really? Yeah. Uh, by the way, looking at the quick owners here of this uh, consortium we were talking about earlier. Oof. It's a big Just, boy group. It, yeah, it is. But there's some awful names in here. One of them is mine. Arthur Blank, the owner of the Falcons. Yep. Boosh. Go ahead and uh, put the gun to your head there. And then Steve Cohen. But at least we have some Mets. Uh, we have some adults in the room, right? Like, yeah. Monahan's kind of done awful the last couple of years yeah. he's very weathered from just trying to deal with the live situation but at least we have some guys that have legitimate sports experience like just running something like yeah just real owners and i agree because i'm looking at like john henry is one of these names john henry doesn't fuck around um neither is tom warner so yeah uh it is what it is but again it's it's all very confusing and i just wanted to unpack it here before we get into today's show you know the rules kids we go over last week's winners and losers here we were losers uh bet with us or against us on mybookie.com listen everybody sure was use a that promo loser. code drinking bros to double that first deposit up to a thousand dollars everyone lost last week nobody yes. had matthew pavan winning at farmers so, so that was just a weird fit he doesn't who is hit- it He's a so he came over from the DP World Tour. He's the first French guy to win on the PGA Tour since like 1909 or something. So really, the first French player to ever win on the PGA Tour. He was not a good course fit at all. Mm-hmm. He doesn't hit the ball very long. Farmers, you need to drive it far, and you got to stay out of the rough. He just hit it straight, and he he made like I think like seven or like seven putts of over 30 feet or something. Jesus Christ. I mean, I, look, I'm looking at the last few weeks, and I said this uh, a couple of days ago to you here in the studio. I was like, what a weird year. You had an amateur win the week before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this fucking guy, this Frenchman who's never, you know, somebody from France has never won ever. Is this cor- going to be the rest of the season, no. or are we going to start to get back into it here? I think we're going to have a bit of a correction this week. I, I, look, I yeah. hope, because I started picking some, some names that I know and love here, mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to get off the snide. Uh, we are at uh, Pebble Beach here, so who you got? So, bit of a different format. Mm-hmm. Still have the Pro-Am, but it's only, uh, I believe, Thursday, Friday. They will not be playing on the weekend. They get the celebrities out of there? Yeah. Smart. They should have done ce- that years ago. A lot of celebrities are uh, also not making the cut to show up. It's a lot of pro athletes right now. So, Josh Allen, of course, is there. Aaron Rodgers is there. He made it, huh? Mm-hmm. It's hard. Have you seen the the doc on HBO about how hard it is to make this tournament? I think they changed it. I don't know, but it's really difficult. Alan actually. plays it every year. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, he's probably a good golfer. Let's face it. He's pretty solid. He yeah. can throw the ball 90 yards. I'm sure he can drive a ball 500. Uh, so who you got here this week? So limited field, no cut. I'm going with some some big names. All right. I'm going for value, though, with the big names. I'm not going with Scotty. I'm not going with Rory. I'm not going with... I mean, I was looking at Hovland. Hovland has a great course record here. But Hovland, the juice just isn't worth the squeeze. We're starting our card with Justin Thomas at 21-1. to 1. He's starting to come to form. He's yeah. starting to kind of have this swagger back. He's walking around like old JT. It's also... the between the weather uh, this weekend, he is a, a guy that will play well. Uh, I remember a couple of years back at the Players, it was just a horrific wind in the morning, uh, the morning wave when he played, and he he played one of the best rounds of golf I've ever seen. So going with Justin Thomas at 21-1. to We're then going with a man who actually just recently won on the DP World Tour over in Europe, a man who's never won on the PGA Tour. But a man that is due, okay. and a man that would play well in the elements and the conditions. We're going Tommy Ladd. We're going Tommy Fleetwood, thirty-five <laughs> to one. And then just for the value, yeah, a man that won a major last year is sure listed did. at seventy-five to one. Whew. A guy that is just no nonsense will deal with the elements. He takes forever to fucking hit a shot, but between all the the waggles he does pre-shot, right, right, right. We're going Brian Harmon at seventy-five to one. And then we got a little bonus pick for you. What do we got? Daytona 500? We got Daytona this weekend. Rubin's racing. Rubin is racing. I was there last year. I picked it. I picked the winner last year. I am going Ricky to pick Stenhouse Jr. My good friend. And by good friend, I mean he drove me in a car around Daytona at 200 miles an hour. Eric Jones. All right. 30 to 1. He's a homie, huh? He was a homie. Cool dude. Going with just this is just vibes. This is a pickoff vibes. Eric Jones, thirty to one. Why not? I uh, last year we were with. Now I can say this now, but uh, I couldn't say it then. So we were with Kroger. It's not that I know that much about NASCAR. It was totally because we were in the suite for a little bit with uh, with Kroger. Mm-hmm. So I, I picked the car, and it was Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Just like yeah. I could cheer with those guys. And motherfucker, he ended up winning. It was great. It was. Shit, I think 38 to 1. I mean, I won uh, $7,600. I just put 200 bucks on it. Um, but it was awesome. For that reason, I highly recommend you betting on the Daytona 500 because then you're all in, and it'll come down to the last lap. You don't have to burn your day on it. Just turn it in for the last five minutes, and you'll see 19 wrecks. Somebody will get in there, and the odds are very, very juicy. They are. I was going to pick the other guy that was kind of a homie when me and my friend Jared was, were invited to Daytona. We interviewed them. Ryan Blaney, but he's the favorite. He is the yeah, favorite. Yeah, so we interviewed him um, back in 2018. He invited us onto his uh, trailer, his RV. Really? And we just kind of hung out with him for like an hour interviewing him, and really cool dude. But yeah, dude, he's like 9 to 1. I'm like, all right, I can't do that. Give, no, me, give me Eric Jones at 30 to 1. That's a lot. Uh, that's a lot. I'm looking here at the old NASCAR picks because I'll make some as well. I tell you what, sign up for Drinker Bros Sports on Facebook. It's free. It's just a private group where we post all the bet slips. And that way you can see what I'm betting every day. I usually go morning of, so look for Sunday. I'll put my NASCAR picks up there because I'll usually do five every year. I enjoy it. it it's, it's the Super Bowl of NASCAR, uh, so I'm all in and I'll do that. In the meantime, I'll give you my golf picks for this week uh going back to a man that I, I i used more than a few times last year more than a few times last year here's your pick max homa 18 yep. to 1 
Um, popular pick this week. Yeah, Max Homa, 18 to 1. Hasn't looked great uh, no, in yes. the last couple. Looks solid. He Man. just got off to a slow start at the Farmers. Just played poorly on the North Course on Thursday. But, I mean, he was coming into form on the weekend. He was fine. He, he looked okay. Uh, but he didn't finish uh, uh, that great. Um, the next is, uh, is a long shot here. Uh, but I like it because of the weather. It's Denny McCarthy and it's ninety to one. Well, I already have money on Denny McCarthy as well, but I just I didn't have the the gumption to throw him. I can't. I, I can only make three picks, so we're only going. With guys. I know, uh, and I'm going with three as well. Uh, and then I'm going to spite you on the on my final pick this week. Mm, <laughs> who could that possibly I'm be? Very it, excited about. Is this. it Patrick Cantlay? No, no. It's uh, J T. Poston, who you picked uh, the last two weeks. That's fine. I think he's due. <laughs> I like Poston. It's not a, it's not even a spite pick. But what if he wins the week you didn't pick him? I think that would be great for me. Yeah, I don't own these guys. Like you it, do. I, I don't You do own them. Like you're watching, therefore you're owned by them. I am we're owned by the audience, so shit. Yes. Just because I picked them. a guy back to back weeks doesn't mean he is mine. It's not like a fantasy league though. It's just like you can't pick him. Oh no. It's no, mental it's, fantasy. It's, it's week to week. It's, it's a di- it's a it, mental You clear fantasy. the board. It's like a roulette. You know, any anything that happened before does not indicate what will happen this week. It doesn't. This role. It doesn't. Uh, but again, Max Homa for me, 18 to 1. Denny McCarthy, 90 to 1. JT Poston at 45 to 1. And your picks one more time to close this out today. All right. So again, format's a little different. We're only playing two courses this year, mm-hmm. Pebble and Spyglass. We're going Justin Thomas at 21 to 1. Tommy... Tommy Ladd, Tommy Fleetwood at 35 to 1, and then Brian Harmon at 75 to 1, and the additional Daytona pick of my guy, Eric Jones, 30 to 1. There you go. And then uh, again, subscribe to uh, Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook. It is free. Uh, just answer the, the three questions of just don't be a dick, and you will see all of my bet slips in there. So 500, Daytona 500, I go hard every year. Uh, all those picks will be up Sunday because there is no football this Sunday. And then next week, we will be doing the Super Bowl uh, Pick'em Show with all the prop bets, all the fun stuff on mybookie.com. Head on over, download the app, uh, type in that promo code Drinking Bros to double that first deposit all the way up to $1,000. We appreciate you tuning in, kids. Go to iTunes, rate the show a five-star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five-star, and you can walk away. Over there on Drinking Bros Sports. For Delco Dan, I'm Ross Patterson. These are Delco Dan's Dirty Golf Picks. We'll see you on the links.